my name is Grace Butler. Hi, I'm Katie Duggan. And this is the Are You Well podcast. Hey, Katie. Hey, Grace. <laughs> this is social distancing at its best. Yeah, yeah. So this week, me and Katie, so it was a big thing for me and Katie to start the podcast. And it is something that we, we had been planning for a while, but we ramped up the timeline by about two months because, well, we've got nothing else we can do. So we were like, no time like the present. Um, so that was why we started the podcast last week. But um, this week we are doing it separately. So Katie's in her house and I am in my house. <laughs> and we're, do, we're, do, we're trying it on Zoom because we do want to keep the momentum going with it. Um, but um, obviously we can't, do, we can't be in each other's presence or in anyone's presence really. So we said we no. would do it remotely. So yeah. how are you feeling this week, Katie? I'm feeling very positive. Very positive. Uh, I've come full circle um i was anticipating this lockdown so for the last two weeks i've been like oh my god what if we go into lockdown what will i do what will happen and you know you're building yourself mm-hmm. up and i was thinking of all won't be able to go outside for a walk won't be able to do this but now that it's here i'm okay with it yeah i'm i'm really accepting the whole situation and it feels normal now yeah that's a fairly good analogy for life i think in general is um we we anticipate we anticipate so much that nearly a lot of our suffering is in the anticipation of what might happen and then when the thing actually happens we're like oh (laughs) i i was wrecked the last two weeks from like what's going to happen and you know like actually nearly living it out in my mind i was like oh no I was prepping yeah. like the back garden for a walk pathway and <laughs> I was like <laughs> oh, oh it's it's funny isn't it um that yeah. like when it actually happens you're kind of like all right okay well yeah. I, I can actually well anxiety anxiety is per having fear about the future and depression mm-hmm. is thinking about the past yeah so I was bringing all of this on myself mm-hmm. and I couldn't and I couldn't, no Reiki, no amount of meditation, no amount of yoga, no amount of walking was stopping this. But yeah. it was the fear of the unknown. And I think it's the collective. We're yeah. all, go- it's, it's the one time I think in my whole lifetime that the whole world is going through the same thing. Katie, I think this is our, and this, this realization mm-hmm. came to me there yesterday. Um, sorry, of course, numb nuts here for not to put her phone on silent. <laughs> um, this realization came to me yesterday, but if you look back in previous generations, there has just been this monumental event that has changed the course of everything. So if you go back to like wartime, that was World War One and World War Two, and that yeah. took took society and took the systems that were in place already up to that point, took them and gave them a big old shake and then yeah. planted them back down. Do you know what yeah. I mean? And it's funny, I was listening to a podcast. I can't remember what podcast it was now because I've listened to so many of them. But the, actually, it was Elizabeth Gilbert, the woman who wrote Eat, Pray, Love. She wrote another book about women in New York back in the 1940s because it was the first time in 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 written history that we knew of in depth 
where women took over because all the men were off fighting the war. So it was women who kept countries yeah. running and it was women who were, who were, and it was just a completely different shift in everybody's way of thinking yeah. because everyone was focused on this one thing, which was war. Mm. Um, and I think that this is one of our moments. Obviously, this is completely different to war. It's scarier in some ways and it's less scary in other ways. Yeah. And we're very fortunate that the, that we can pretty much just hold up in our houses and we're, and we're safe. Um, yeah. but I think this is one of those, one of those massive things where it's just yeah. taking everything that we, that we know and everything that we're used to and it's kind of gone chick, chick, chick. Yeah. But I think I, I, I don't know what I seen it on was Facebook or Instagram the other day. And it said, uh, this, this is mother nature or the world putting you into your room and letting you think <laughs> about everything that you've, you've done. done. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, that is absolutely brilliant. Yeah. We're too fast paced. We're too yeah. greedy. Uh, yeah. We litter too much. We consume too much. And now everybody's at home and, you know, it's, they really have to think now. Oh, what yeah, do absolutely. I actually need? And it, it bears it back to, to the bone. Oh, yeah. Know, what's absolutely. really, really important. What's really essential. People's, yeah. People's perspectives would be changed forever. Oh, totally, totally. Forever. Been... Nothing will ever be the same again. Oh, yeah. Just that's more. Yeah. That's. It, it, I do think people need to to take a step back and look at the impact we're having yeah. overall. Well, that's what I think that's happened to me this week um, and what's changed is because I've kind of done a mind clear or yeah. I've decluttered my mind yeah. of things that aren't necessary, worries that I shouldn't be, I don't have to be worrying about. I'm like, yeah. no, actually, I'm okay. Like, yeah. this, this is okay. This yeah. new norm is fine. It's mm -hmm. going to pass. Um, and when I get I back, like I'm going to do X, Y, and Z. But acceptance yeah. is the healer of everything. Yeah, absolutely yes, there's everything. nothing I can do about this right now, but what I can do is choose to make the most of it. Do you ever hear of um? Do you ever hear the Serenity Prayer? I think I might I might have said this to you before, and any of my friends who are listening, they're probably laughing because I do talk about this quite a bit. But the Serenity Prayer, they use it in twelve-step programs. Um, for addicts and the prayer is uh, God grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change the uh, courage to change the things I can and the wisdom to know the difference and that oh. is what I live my life by and that is yeah. how I solve every single problem I come up against can I change it yes or no if I can't change it then I just have to that I have to accept that as the reality and adapt and then work with it if I can yeah. change it change it what's stopping yeah. you do you know what I mean like if you don't like yeah. something change it one thing that not boils my blood in a sense that they it, it the concept of this boils my blood is you know when somebody comes up against a problem and rather than uh, look at how they can either work with the problem or work through the problem they're like oh my god this is a problem and I can't do anything now and this is in front of me and I can't get around it I can't get over it I can't get past it yes you can you, you, you can do something about it there's always something so you either need to really accept the problem and accept it as reality and then yeah. look at the best co course of action forward after that um it, and it helps like uh, it, the serenity prayer I find helps me when I'm anxious it helps me when I'm sad it helps me when I'm dissatisfied with my life it helps me mm. in pretty much all situations big small whatever you can apply that principle to anything it's like okay you have a problem 
how do you go forward? Can you change it? Yes or no? If you can't change it, how do you how do you change yeah. it? And if you can't yeah. change it, how do you just get on with it? I think if you have something like that, you know, like a fallback thing that you stick by, like I said, if you have rituals. Yes, rituals. rituals something important. that you live by, whether it's a serenity prayer, a Reiki prayer, yeah. and even just a normal prayer. Yeah. But something that's that's yours and that you live by and that you use mm-hmm. every day, I think is so important. Oh, yeah. Because very when when anything happens, you just go back to that. Yeah, always. Yeah, and it's just go one, back to that. Yeah. It's a, it's a fail safe. And what I like the thing about it, one thing I want to say about the serenity prayer as well is um it's absolutely nothing to do with the religious aspect of it, and it's all to do with the words of the of the prayers you don't so in order to take on something like that you don't have to be religious you don't have to believe in the whole institution but if you take something from the words and they and they have a positive effect on you then take them and run with them they don't need to be they don't need to be from they don't need to be from your sacred text they could be from anything do you know what i mean yeah we need they're so similar yeah <laughs> so do I but so there's all I. there's a prayer there's always those affirmations in anything mm-hmm. any mm-hmm. Uh, sacred text you go to like Reiki yeah. they have um the five principles so just for today I will let go of anger just for today I let go for, of worry just for today I will do my work honestly just for today I will count my money blessings just for today yeah. I will be kind to my neighbor and all living things oh I love that I love the whole Isn't, um yeah. it's really nice I love the the just for today thing as well because yeah. I find with me um so if I get caught up in we'll go with anxiety for the moment but it works with pretty much anything if I get caught up in anxiety what happens to me is say if I'm really busy I'm focusing so this works for anyone who's who's like studying it works for anybody who's starting a business anybody who's under pressure from work xyz whatever i'm trying to sit down and focus on one thing but i have so many other things going on that i can't i can't focus on this one thing because i'm like oh god i should be doing that and i should be doing that and i should be doing that and then all of a sudden guess what i get done i get absolutely nothing done because i'm so absolutely exhausted from the thought of doing it so the thing that whole like just for today it's like that's something i say to myself quite a lot is i'm like right okay for the just for the next couple of hours I'm going to focus on this thing. If I don't focus on this one, or if I, um, when I'm like negotiating myself, then going, oh, I should really be doing that. Be like, no. It, the more you are focusing on what you should be doing, the less you are focusing on what you're actually doing. So, yeah. for, like, worrying about something is doing something. The thing you're doing is worrying. The same way as mm. actually completing the task is doing something. Yeah. And sometimes worrying about the task can actually can actually be more exhausting than just getting the thing done. Oh, mental exhaustion is oh, because it's unmeasurable. Physical mm-hmm. physical exhaustion. You can you can accept it because it's I worked from nine to five. That's why I'm tired. But mm-hmm. mental exhaustion because it's it's non tangible. You can't yeah. see it. Yeah. Um. It, it's really hard to gauge. But yet yeah. people don't understand that there is that mental exhaustion mm-hmm. as well. I think we need to be a little bit more. Um, I'm going to use the word economical as but it's, the, it's not the right word but anyway it needs to be a little bit more economical with our mental energy and what I mean by that is we're all very like oh I don't have time I don't have time I don't have time or I don't have money I, I can't go there because I don't have money I can't do this because I don't have money I can't do that because I don't have time I can't do that because I don't have time 
well, I think we actually need to be like, I don't want to have the mental energy to be worrying about this thing or to be ruminating over this thing. So mm-hmm. I'm, I, I can't, I can't leave that in right now. So, yeah. So kind of push the, not, I'm not saying push all your stresses aside, but if you're really overwhelmed by a load of different things going on, you can't seem to get anything done. Well, that's where you need to be like, right. Okay. I'm going to focus on this one thing and all of these other things are going out of the way. And that's mm. where you're, that's where you're taking back control then of your, of your, of what energy you have in your brain, because otherwise you're just ruminating about all the things you haven't done, all the things you have to do. Well, I, that's just, why I love lists. Yes. That's why I absolutely live by lists and I have my list. And if I don't get everything done on that list, I'll do it the next day or I'll keep it on the Monday list and I'll do it next Monday. Yeah. But I'll have the high priority things like say pay bills or yeah. you know, do yoga or meetings or whatever. So I'll have them at the top and then all the rest of the little things at the bottom, then if you don't get done today, not a big deal. But one book I'm reading at the moment is Heal Your Life by Louise Hay. And oh my god, what a book. Is Louise Hay is that the woman that has like Hay House. Of, yeah, Hay, Hay House. House. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's so simple. Mm-hmm. And it's all about your internal dialogue, what you oh, say wow. to yourself, your thoughts and your actions. And it is just, it's so simple. You're scratching your head going, nah, couldn't be that. But then <laughs> no, when you didn't. actually, but then when you do the exercises and you take note of your own internal dialogue, it makes so much sense why you are, why you are where you are now and yeah. where you've come from and where you're going. And then you look at your internal dialogue and it's like all the pieces of the jigsaws mm-hmm. come together yeah mad and it's not uh, that my life is broken or you have to read the book because what it says on the title no it's life yeah. skills in oh yes yeah. simplistic easy learning way why are they not teaching these things to children this is what i want they, to know oh like, i just don't I, understand how many years did i spend uh, how, like I'm trying to think how many years I spent in school and I feel like and this is not the case for everybody I know this is not the case for everybody but for a lot of people it is I came out of school after spending x amount of time in there and then I had to learn how to live yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I had I how had to be all, a human yeah like it's like you're all all throughout school they teach you how to read they teach you how to count they teach you how to tell the time brilliant okay but then there's all of this stuff that you're cramming into your head and unless you choose to do home ec in secondary school none of the rest of it has given you any life skills oh, stop. like none of it like home ec is the only subject that i refer back to quite a bit like home ec is where i learned about macronutrients and micronutrients and yeah how to stitch a hem how to make a stir fry <laughs> how to make a stir fry how to make spaghetti bolognese how to make yeah you know yeah. some decent life skills. so practical but that practical and theory thing is essential i did uh train the trainer last year and yeah. i was like finally a learning system that i can learn and i felt so intelligent i would yeah. say because it goes on your remember i was saying to you you're a theorist you know you have this attic yeah. of knowledge and yeah. you just pluck <laughs> it down and, and then provide it you know that you're and you learn a certain way and you deliver mm-hmm. um information a certain way whereas mm-hmm. i'd be um, a different type of emotional intelligence so yeah. everybody has an emotional intelligence and they learn they excel in a certain way and then they uh, they don't in another way. So if, mm-hmm. if I started showing you something, or no, if you started 
telling me all of this theory, I'd be like, okay, right, just get to the point. Whereas if I told you loads and loads and loads of information, mm-hmm. you're like, yeah, give me more, give me yeah, more. Yeah, Whereas yeah, I'm yeah. straight to the point and you're, you're, um, I like to go into things. You, you like quantity. Yeah. Yeah yeah yeah, 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 you yeah. like quantity, whereas I'm just like, no, just just tell me the end point. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Tell me the end you know, it's so yeah. Funny. Tell me the it's end. Like, yeah. It's like you know when people say to you, like, do you want? For me anyway, it's like, do you want the short story or the long story? And I'm like, I want the the short story, and then I want the long story. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm like, I no, want... just tell me the end of the short story, please. <laughs> no, I'm the opposite. Then I I like to know the conclusion, and then I like to know how we got to the conclusion, and all the little steps in between. I'm and it's so funny when we were surfing um there was different teachers and they obviously taught different ways so I'd have a great surf lesson say on day one day two I wouldn't catch any waves day three I'd catch a few I'd go back to the fella that I had on the first day catch all the waves because the guy on the first day drew out everything on the sand and said this is how you're going to do it and then we'd go out and do it and he'd tell you as you're out there how to do it the next guy then would say catch every wave and you'd go out and I'd literally spend the whole time underneath the water (laughs) yeah and I'd be like just tell me what to do show me tell me and show me whereas whereas Brian could just go out and surf yeah, yeah, yeah. How do you do it, like? You mm-hmm. know, but it's just different people learn. Oh, absolutely. I think was it you I was saying to you about my um my chemistry teacher in school that she basically said to us so when I went into fifth year, this was the first time I had her, and uh, the, her one of the first things she said to us, she was like, "Girls, ask as many questions as you want, because my job is to stand up here and say the same thing." over and over again in um, as many different ways as possible until he understands it. And I just thought that was brilliant because, you know, we have it, um, you know, we have it in our heads, like I'm bad at this, I'm good at that. I'm bad at maths, I'm bad at science, I'm good at this thing, I'm good at that thing, I'm good at my hands, I'm not good at my hands. It's, I don't think any of us, I do think some people have have like a preference and some people do have a natural talent. But I also don't think that there's anybody that can't do these things. I just think that they ha- it hasn't been explained to them in a way that they yes. understand. Absolutely. Yeah. I think it's really We're all capable of, yeah. of amazing things. It's just mm-hmm. we haven't been shown in a way that we can understand. Yeah. And I think oftentimes I know with teachers I've had or with um like even people who used to teach me on the, like coaches when I when I was competing with the horses some people can get very frustrated at you when you don't understand something mm. and again back to the Miss Power the, the my chemistry teacher she always said that if we didn't understand something that, that was her fault and not ours yeah that's what the like, guy uh, Michael yeah. Cox the train the <laughs> trainer he said there's there's good teachers or trainers and there's excellent trainers yeah oh and, yeah and it's the good teachers that co- trainers that come in and just you know do you understand yeah but it's the excellent trainers that you know go that extra step to make sure that they take responsibility for you not understanding yeah but even th- yeah. that that's also a very good reflection um now this is all like this is all me looking back at the experience that I've had with various different types of people who've been teaching me various different things over the years mm. but I think that's a, a great example of um being in like a fixed kind of a blaming mindset because yeah. the person who is teaching is blaming the person who is trying to learn 
for not understanding them where whereas if they were to turn around and look back at themselves as if they are this person how would they say it so that this person understands some people are so focused on teaching what they have in their heads that they're not really thinking about the person that they're teaching it to yeah absolutely and it's like this whole thing of meeting people where they're at so in order for me to teach something to somebody I have to say it in a language that they understand and, and I have to use words that they'll understand. And yeah. this is why I love analogies as well. I love using an analogy to explain something to someone by comparing to something that they are familiar with. Um, oh yeah, that's that's a great way, yeah. Um, yeah, I just, I just find as, I, I just find that um, in teaching something, you have to be very compassionate in order to do well and to be, liked and to be effective i don't yeah. think beating somebody some information oh, when i look back at school i was like that's a part of my life that i never want to relive again oh, i never, felt never hated and so thick because oh, teachers were like what is wrong with you like you know worthless. i can't you worthless understand I when I was I just, well it's not my fault like i'm only a yeah. child a teenager like you're an adult you know yeah I, but just, I even yeah. i even look back to you know uh, look i will hold up my hands and i will still say now i am one of the most hyperactive people i know <laughs> do you know what i mean <laughs> and that can't have been easy for any teacher to have like do you know what i mean because i was always very bubbly and chatty and just not much difference in the way i am now to be fair but um but i think back on that and i remember that the the things the teachers used to say to me as young as 10 or 11 just for being so uh, uh, chatty and I'm sure it wrecked their heads but uh, uh, just thinking back on the things that they used to say to me and at the time I didn't think a whole lot of them but now looking back I'm like a grown adult said that to a 10 year old yeah and uh, do you know what I mean and it kind of I, I well I hated school anyway not primary school so much as secondary school but um but one thing the this because I wasn't set up mentally to sit in a classroom from one end of the day to the other and learn things like a good little girl um i was always very like but why do i need to learn this why is this important to me but why nobody is set this? up to sit nah. in school nobody is because nah. what they're doing is they're suppressing our creativity our individuality they're but trying to you, squeeze us into a box yeah. and anything that doesn't fit into it then it's like oh well you're different you're bold you're this you're that yeah lost cause like they just get the minute mm -hmm. anything is different i just i i know for me again back in school i always felt i always felt like teachers just they didn't care if i did well or i didn't do well um no don't get me wrong i never had any all-out wars with teachers or anything i kind of just took a step back but I never, at no point in school, bar a handful of times, was I ever made to feel like I could amount to anything if I didn't go to college or if I didn't do well academically, yeah. which I didn't do well academically. Um, and I didn't, I tried college, what, how many times have I tried college? Three times, four times, and I've dropped out every time. Oh, I did, because, just didn't even attempt it. <laughs> oh, like, I don't know why. So I, I knew it wasn't these, for me. I, I so desperately wanted college to be for me because I so desperately wanted to amount to something and I thought that college was the only way to do that. Yeah. It wasn't until the end of 2018, start of last year, where I kind of went, I don't need college 
to do the things that I want to do or I don't yeah. need college it's to only be one happy. avenue oh it's one, one it is one road yeah. it is but we're just not shown like, any other way no it, because that's no. that's just textbook stuff oh you do this and you just do that funnel into further it. education yeah. funnel into further but education. I, I have to say like teachers must have some like I just don't know how they do it the patience oh, I? that I did they do. have like fair play to him because I probably would have murdered me in school. You know? Oh, definitely, yeah, definitely. <laughs> not that I was bold. Said, not I that I was bold, but I just couldn't pay attention because no, this interests oh me just, so much. I just maths and spelling and all that thing. I just wasn't for me. I do so think, I, and I see that myself. Though, if when people have no interest in yoga you just have to let it go because mm-hmm. there's no point in trying to pull them in pull them in pull them in it's like ah sure they'll just leave if they're if they're not interested and then try another class or they'll go somewhere yeah, else. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, yeah. i suppose you can't do it that in primary or secondary no, that's they're, the they're there for the next nine months people. well you're shaping people for from for the rest of their lives and i know it took me I would say the bones of five years, if not a little bit longer, to really come to grips with everything that I had taken from school, uh, mm. which the vast majority was not positive. <laughs> um, so it took me five or six years to kind of get to grips with, with all of that. So that was five to six years of my life after school where I was learning how to live with all of the things I had seen, heard, and whatever in school, do you know what I mean? It took me that yeah. long to kind of get to, to grips process with everything. it all. Oh yeah, absolutely. And I kind of just floated through life in a daze after that for for a while. And mm. don't get me wrong, I have the like any of my friends who are teachers, I have the utmost admiration for them because I do. And I notice with my with any teachers that I've come in contact with now, um. There, the attitude seems to be a lot different than some of the negative experiences I had in school. But for that, yeah. but that being said as well, I had some brilliant teachers in school. I had oh, some, some of, lovely um, teachers as well. Yeah. Teachers that actually wanted to teach. Yeah. And it's like any job. You'll mm-hmm. be really good at your job if you actually want to do it. Mm-hmm. But of course, there are some people in jobs that just don't like to be or there because they think that they should be doing that job. And then it's yeah. just like, well, no, like for, as I said, I did have some fantastic teachers in school and I think back and it was in secondary school, it was a handy five of them that kept me going the whole time I was there. Yeah, you know what I mean, yeah, it kept yeah. me. Like, finally, te- somebody understands me. Yeah, I was one teacher in particular who kept me in school. Uh, and funnily enough, um, uh, she was one of my mom's favorite teachers as well and was stone mad about my mom when mom was in school. And yeah. so for that being said, for every negative experience I've had with a teacher, I probably had a, I've had a positive one as well. It's but I think the negative out. ones just kind of kind of stick with you a little bit more because they're the harder ones to process and they're harder ones to 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 kind of suss out and figure out. Yeah, they're the ones that you that shape you because you'll yeah. meet a boss or you'll meet an employer or you'll meet mm-hmm. a person like that throughout your life because they just keep coming up. They keep coming yeah. up to cha- challenge you and shape you. Yeah. Like, going back there again. Uh-uh. Yeah, 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 absolutely. <laughs> and then you just you just learn the pe- the people that you can work with, that you can't that that can ma- help you excel, and that just bring you down. And that's just isn't it? Is isn't it the best feeling in the world to know when you when you've been through something? So whether it's with a, a significant oops, 
So whether you've been when you've been through something, whether it be with a significant other or um or a parent or a sibling or a friend or, or whatever, and it, you manage to get out of whatever that toxic thing is, and then you recognise it much earlier, further down the road, and you're yeah. like, oops, my senses are not not safe. And then you can choose, you can choose yeah. whether am I going to winch this or am I not? Yeah. Like I might be different this time. I'll step in. Yeah, yeah, and then yeah. you find no, the exit. No, it's a good, it's a really good feeling yeah. when you spot something so far, so uh, like much earlier, and you're like, yes, go me, like that is. You be you be just cheering yourself on, and you're like, yeah, you go me, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but oh, that yeah. all comes back down to energy. Oh yeah. So just your gut feeling, and oh my god, how many times have I denied it in the back? Just listen to myself. Katie, oh my God. Yes. This goes back to school, our parents or whatever. And when we know something is wrong, they're like, no, no, everything is fine. Everything is fine. And then it's like, no, it's not. Everything is not fine. No, sorry, sorry. Go on. And you know, that shuts down. And then we, we have to rebuild that connection with our gut and our instinct because yeah. it's all suppressed, suppressed, suppressed. So it's about... When it comes up, when you get used to that feeling, it's like, no, this is telling me now, this is not it's telling me something. Good. It's not, and this is an innate thing that we have within us since since the start of time, since forever. Times, since forever. But we just we just don't we rely on other people things to to let us know uh, what's right or wrong. I like to call that. I like to call it, yeah, it's definitely intuition, but I also like to call that my spidey senses. Spidey, <laughs> yeah. spidey senses. And is you the know worst. what? Can I just say, the, the spider is one of the power elements <laughs> for the solar plexus. So, oh, no way. That's, yeah, yeah, yeah. That so that's, that's really irrelevant. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Actually, it's so funny. That is, that is a perfect little segue into another thing I wanted to talk about, which is um, feeling stuck, which I have been feeling stuck. But just to go back to, to initiative there for or in intuition for a second, I all throughout school, primary school, secondary school, my many failed attempts at college, the various different jobs I have worked in, I have always felt like none of that was set up for me or that I wasn't set up for any of that, I suppose, that I needed to, I always had this in this feeling inside that I needed to go and do my own thing, whatever my own thing was, didn't have a clue what it was, uh, still quite only half know, but that the conventional means of success inverted commas uh progress all of that like you know primary school secondary school college fall in love get married have babies you know those little frameworks that with those subconscious frameworks yeah. that we have for ourselves i always knew that none of them were were the right fit for me but because i never knew what the right fit was i just kept trying to batter myself into those boxes sure it all came crashing down eventually like if there was a little micro explosion in my brain when I just couldn't I had put myself into all of these boxes and I hadn't listened to myself while I was doing all of that yeah and then it's like it all exploded and then I realized if I had just listened to myself 
at any point throughout all of this <laughs> maybe just maybe i would have come out of this a little bit less um scarred, scarred. <laughs> <laughs> the only thing i suppose then is that is i won't learn from anyone else's mistakes i have to learn from my own mistakes and i'm not one of those people who like i don't learn from myself from my own mistakes after one time making them it oh no makes... you have to do it several times oh jeez more, nine, more ten, than the fingers can, can count <laughs> <laughs> but you and know i used to uh, i used to say that to myself oh if i had done this sooner i would have been here or this yeah. that new thing but all of these things like i said have shaped you so yeah. all of those previous jobs, like I always knew I always wanted to work for myself, but mm -hmm. I never had. Oh, sure, I was just making Same. excuses. I don't yeah. have the finances. I don't have the premises. I don't have X, Y, and Z. I can't do it all of these, yeah, but all mm -hmm. of the previous jobs that I have done have set me up for running my own business. Yes, and now when I, when I look back, it's like, oh, sure, I was doing that in that job, or I did mm -hmm. that before, or I worked mm -hmm. with people like that. And I'm like, Ah, okay, this is why I had to do all of those other things. Oh, 100%. Um, to, to make this easier. So it's mm -hmm. like if you're struggling with something or if you're really, if you have to be in something that you don't want to be because you have no other option, make the most of it because you yeah. don't know when you're going to use those skills, tools, or techniques in the future. Yeah. So you're putting in the graph now to make your future life a little bit more cushier <laughs> yeah absolutely and it's it's like what do you know what you were saying earlier on um i love information i love information i love consuming information i love learning i love reading up about things and watching videos about things and listening to podcasts about things and i just love soaking up all of the information i can um so i find that one really helpful thing for me as well um when looking at circumstances that I, I have no control over or looking at when something happens that's just less than ideal I'm like right what can I learn from this can I yeah. learn something in business can I learn something about myself can I learn um how better to communicate can, what can I learn from this surely and I think that in every situation that you come up against there are things that you can that you can learn always there's always something you can learn every day is the school day and anybody who thinks that they are done learning is just pure foolish as far as i'm concerned yeah. <laughs> because always we are never always always always, always, always. Yeah. um and it's when you when you're kind of so sometimes if you're in not the best mindset and things start to happen so say for example with the coronavirus as kind of average series their series of events for everyone is like a lot of people are losing their jobs a lot of people are their income is down mm. um so my income is down and then i get a, uh, an email this morning about uh, about like uh direct debit that's after that's after coming that's after bouncing do you know what i mean and there's yeah. all of these and then we're on lockdown and there's all of these little things going on around me and I could very easily sit here and go and just get buried under it. I could very oh, easily uh, leave yeah. all of these circumstances come in on top of me and then I get buried and I'm just overwhelmed and whatever. Whereas now, whereas if you look at those things and see, okay, what can I do? What can I learn from this? So yeah. lockdown, what can I learn from lockdown? I can learn to sit 
with myself. Okay, yeah. I mean, I can learn to be left alone with my thoughts. That's what I can do. And sometimes that's really scary, and sometimes that's really that is one of the hardest things to do for anybody. Oh my anybody. god, just to not give in to the agitation. Do you know what I mean? I, I've said, I was, I think I've said this to you before. I get wicked agitated, and I'm like, oh, I need to go do something. I need to listen to this. I need to do make another coffee. I need to go eat something. I need to do this, do that. Yeah, do this. you can't, you can't sit with yourself. Yeah. and it's so funny because I was listening to a podcast last night. Uh, the girl's name is Kleena. I will link it in the in the notes because it is actually a nice little. It's like six minutes long or something. But she says in the podcast, "We are human beings, not human doings." I always <laughs> say that in my classes. I always, I always, always say that. I loved it. I just yeah. thought it was brilliant because here's me trying to do 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 yeah even though I end up doing nothing because I'm just sitting in the house being like I'm going to like make myself a sandwich and I'm going to sweep the floor and I'm going to feed the dog and I'm going to do this but I'm, I'm not in reality I'm not doing anything other than filling up my time whereas no, we we measure our worthiness from uh, our busyness yeah totally. more, the, bu- the busier you are the more worthy you're perceived to be but the busyness is not helping yet. I can see that myself. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I can, uh, this morning now, I got up and did my few little bits. Then I sat down at my desk and I was just thinking. I spent a good two hours sitting here just pondering on how I'm feeling. Why am I feeling this way? I'm really struggling at the moment to make myself do anything. Um, and I was like, well, why? And what I mean by that is do anything um, that actually is of benefit to me. I have no problem doing mm. things that are of no benefit to me whatsoever, such as eating, yeah. and, eating and eating and eating. <laughs> coffee, coffee, coffee. <laughs> God, literally coffee. I'm drinking coffee at a, a ridiculous rate and I'm going nowhere. But this morning I just sat down and I was like, just pondering on different things and kind of realized that I was trying to make myself do things that I didn't really want to do. And I wasn't mm. doing the things that I did want to do. I was kind of fobbing those up because in my head, I was like, well, coronavirus, I can't do anything. So there's no point in doing any of that. But in reality, I could do a lot of those things. I just mm. can't do them in the way that I thought I could do them. I have to do them in a different way now. Mm. So, But it's so funny because two hours of just sitting down with no music in my ears and just with no other, no other objective only to think. And kind of, and not in such a way that, like, I find when I sit alone with myself, sometimes if it's by surprise, I'm kind of, Ooh, there's, there's a lot of things going on in my head now, and I, I, what is happening here? Whereas this morning, I kind of sat down and I was like, right, okay, we're not going to freak out about anything. I'm just going to think, what is going around in my head at the moment? What am I not happy with? And what can I actually fix? And then it's a case of being honest with myself and going, how am I holding myself back? How am I not allowing myself to do the things that I want mm. to do? How am I railroading myself into doing things that are actually of no benefit to me yeah. whatsoever? And how am I lying to myself? Because yeah. that's that's a thing I think we all hold ourselves back with our own lies. And we don't even realise half the time that we're filling our own minds up with choice. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Um, one way in with slurry tank and one way out. <laughs> but that's what we do all the time. I think I've been preparing myself uh, for lockdown over the last two years because that's I... Such um, Irish comparison. <laughs> slurry tank. Did you know, <laughs> did, did you know Katie's from the country? Glenmore. Glenmore. <laughs> 
Christmas gone, but the Christmas beforehand, I did a five day silent retreat. So <gasps> five day, yeah, I know. I've been so good in my life. Could you, you imagine you, me? No, no, you would not go there. You would not go there. But uh, <laughs> I was, I was awesome. saying, how is this going to go to play out? Like, so mm-hmm. when I was walking today around the block, it reminds me of that so much because one of the the guidelines was, you know, don't make eye contact with people. So there was twenty three of us in this. Um, retreat center so she said don't make eye contact because you know you might look at that person look away and then suddenly that person thinks oh she doesn't like me or Mm -hmm. she's judging me or 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 so she said just just look down at the floor and just walk past each other so uh, this went on for five days and you don't speak but there is daily meditations and you have breakfast Mm -hmm. dinner or whatever but you're not allowed to speak and at the meditations you know she might say at the end of it you know how's everybody getting on so you put up your hand and you could speak for a minute or two just say or whatever and then you'd have like one or two sessions with her where you'd have a 15 minute chat and she'd really get into like how are you getting on and what what are you struggling with so what I found with that is exactly what I'm going through right now so that kind of roller coaster that really high then really low and then that uh, tsunami of like all of your thought processes from the past and everything from the future and all of this washing machine stuff and then it actually gets really calm yeah so these cycles are yeah. really normal and it's just what's happening but she said to me she goes I've been watching you and I said what do you mean she goes you're like you're, you just can't relax and I was like <laughs> I can relax. I'm a yoga teacher. Like I, I just say, no, but you have to, like, you're going for a walk because not just to Not be, to get a sweat on. Going, like. Yeah. So <laughs> she's like, just, just go for a walk to do nothing. I was like, yeah. oh, I want to get my steps and I want to, you know, move a little yeah. bit. And I noticed that then I said, right, I won't do anything. I'll just go to my room. And I had the most restful nap. So yeah. much so that my body felt like lead yeah 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 he yeah, said yeah. and i and i couldn't it wasn't like sleep apnea it's like my body does not want me to get up yeah. it wants me to stay here it's a yeah. happy now just rest so yeah. when i had the next session with her i said i explained because that's the adrenaline actually all settling and being processed and your body really really enjoying that time of mm-hmm. nothingness and yeah. nothingness is that's where the magic happens in that nothingness in and that's where mm-hmm. you restore all your resources and off you go again but we just don't do it often enough no we really def- really definitely don't. not and i think then because we don't do it often enough that's why it's so traumatic when we do do it because this it's, really it. it's this onslaught mm. it's like anything so i'm going to use uh, an analogy of doing your washing okay so if you don't do your washing it builds up and it builds up and it builds up and it builds up and it builds up. And then all of a sudden you have a mammoth task in front of you with like seven loads of washing to do and then all the ironing that goes with that. Na, 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 na. And ironing? Then, Who does ironing? Yeah. I don't. Uh, funnily enough, I don't. If, uh, if something in my house needs ironing, it goes to the charity shop. I don't buy anything that needs ironing. No, I feel like ironing is just like, what? <laughs> but say like there is the, you have to do your washing and then you have to dr- put it up and dry it and then you mm. fold it and put it away. And then, and that turns into this massive task the same thing happens with your emotions keep brushing them under the carpet or whatever your thoughts whatever keep brushing them under the carpet keep 
bobbing, putting them into a corner, they will mm. eventually explode. And then when you sit in your own, that's why you're so agitated and you physically can't sit still because mm. all of this has built up and it needs to be dealt with. But then because there's so much agitation, upset, anger, whatever comes up with that, um, it's like, I'm never doing it. You could nearly be traumatized by it. Like, I'm not doing that again. I'm not being alone with my thoughts yeah. again. But the thing about it is, is every time you sit with yourself and you sit, whether just, just every time you are just being, just nothing else, only being, it gets easier and easier and easier. Mm. And then all of a sudden the thoughts are coming and going and you're like, oh yeah, whatever. And everything is actually easy breezy then. It's not that you're, you're making it easy breezy. But that's why it's called a mindfulness practice. You have yes, to practice indeed. it. Yeah, and now we have this time to practice it. Oh, this yeah. is a major time for healing, for processing, for reevaluating, for making changes. We, you're given the time. You're given the time that you've asked for for so long. You're given the break that you've asked for for so long take it with both hands yeah. and make the mm -hmm. most of it and that's I literally caught myself by the two shoulders the other day and I was like stop this now yeah. because I and I and I was actually forcing myself to smile because the corners of my mouth were drooping down sideways mm -hmm. and I was feeling really sorry for myself and I was like oh, yeah. hey, everybody's going through this you're yeah. not the only one turn this around and that's literally I started just smiling you know like yeah. that like, oh, smile. I'm like, <laughs> yeah 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 yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah and, and I could feel the sides of my mouth yeah twitching because yeah. they've been going down the way for the last week so yeah. I, I was putting it back up and I was like you have nothing to be sad about mm -hmm. but I allowed myself to be sad for the week and a half or the two weeks and, I, and then it's okay that's enough sadness now. Yeah. that's enough pity potty stuff off you go now, get up, wipe your arse and move on. But here's the, the, yesterday and today, I've been buzzing. But the thing about it is, is that like, if you want to go out and find something to be sad about, you can do that. That is absolutely possible. <laughs> okay, you have no issues with store here. I guarantee you 10 minutes. Mm -hmm. If you're looking for something to be sad about, if you're looking for something to be angry about, if you're looking for something to be pissed off about, you'll find it. The same way as if you were going out looking for something to be happy about, looking for something to smile yeah. at. Oh, there are equal amounts of it everywhere. Oh, you, you get mm. you get what you seek. You really do get what you seek. Um, so but it was like, mad. It was like literally just taking myself, turning myself around. Mm -hmm. And it's like that, looking from the negative negativity. I don't think it was even negative. It was just... I felt like I was in limbo. That's what I it's said to mom like, the other day. I was like, mom, everything is up in the air and I don't really like it. I really yeah. don't like it. Well, it's the and loss of control. So you're kind of like, oh. Yeah, well, I was like, well, this is not in my yearly plan or my monthly plan or my <laughs> weekly plan. So, you yeah. know, I'm pretty pissed off over it. Yeah. And then I was like, but you're entitled to be pissed off. So I yes. was justifying why I was that way but then I said okay how much longer now am I going to allow this to go on for yeah and I said okay now today's the deadline this is going to stop today so if you are yes. feeling pissed off angry frustrated feel that way but, yeah. but decide on how long you're going to feel like that how long are you going to mull over that yeah. okay something got cancelled your wedding your your party your whatever you know that got cancelled okay be pissed off over yeah. be sad over but put a deadline on it 
Oh, 100%. I actually love that because I said earlier on I was going to come back to this and then I forgot. But uh, just talking about being stuck. So as I said, I felt quite stuck the last few weeks or the last few days in that I just don't know what I want to do with anything ever. <laughs> do you know, it's like, it's like I'm kind of like, oh, I can't really make any decisions or, well, this was what I was telling myself. But then I gave myself until yesterday evening and I was like, okay. Right, child, you can have until <laughs> Sunday evening to be a lazy um, sloth and not make <laughs> any decisions whatsoever about anything. Like, gosh, I wasn't making decisions about what I was eating because I was just thinking of, like, in my own head, I'm kind of hungry. And then my mother, like, there's such and such down here if you want something. And there's me then, skipping off down the garden. Oh, my, not like my, my mother's cooking. Oh, stop it. There was a roast chicken dinner there last night, oh. and it was... 15 out of out of 10 and I would 80% of the time be a vegetarian but that is slipping by the wayside with mommy's cooking at the moment (laughs) (laughs) and mother is on one with the bacon as well Uh, a couple of loaves of bread yesterday they were divine but I gave myself until yesterday even I was like you know what now that's that's the end of that this is the end of this feeling stuck and being like oh like I'm not doing anything I'm so lazy and, and it's not so much about like that I wasn't doing anything it was the act of being mean to myself for not doing anything because I wasn't making a conscious decision to do nothing it just so yeah. happened that was that was the way it was going I was just like lounging around going oh, I might do that in a few minutes or I might do that in a few minutes or I might do that in a few minutes and for me a lot of it comes back to um being able to make a decision so me, I get stuck when I stop making decisions. Yeah. So I did, it's not that I actively decided I'm going to have a lazy day. It's I subconsciously so, so didn't decide to do anything. So therefore I did nothing. Yeah. And, <clears throat> excuse me. Um, so even this morning I got up and I made the decision to get dressed straight away. The minute, I go, the minute my feet touched the floor. I got dressed and then um, I sat straight down at the computer and then I made the decision to at least plan my day um, mm. and, and and sometimes when I when I feel stuck I end up not doing anything so then I get overwhelmed so like this morning I sat down and I made a list of all of the things that I didn't even go by the wayside and then I went through that list and I was like I'm actually going to leave some of these go by the wayside. So I crossed some of the things off to me. Some of the things mm. have been hanging over my head that I was like, I haven't been doing this. I haven't been doing this. I haven't been doing this. And this morning I was like, do you know why I haven't been doing that? Because I don't want to. So then I just crossed it off the list. I'm like, I don't need to do it. Mm. I just had it in my head that I was going to do it. And now it's gone. And all after the couple of hours this morning, I already feel so much better in that I haven't actually... I, I just crossed the things off the list that that were hanging over my head that I had no intention of actually doing that I was only yeah. doing because I thought I should. But Matt, Matt, you feel great now because that yeah. weight has been lifted. Oh yeah, totally. That, like that mental weight. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, you did do something. You did yeah, decide exactly. to let it go and I that's made, an action. That, but that's the yeah. thing is, I find when I get stuck, it's because I won't make any decisions. And this morning I made a few decisions and now I'm like, okay, it's Monday. I can actually get into this week rhythm. So I already feel better about this week, having done very little, only make decisions. Yeah. But you made a plan though. Hmm. And you made, you know, I so I plan. think, 
oh my god I love plans and I love lists and even yeah. say yesterday I planned to do absolutely nothing and I say enjoyed nothing. every minute and I became the couch yesterday yeah there was no separation between me and the couch except for toilet breaks and tea breaks oh, and besides lovely. that oh mm. there was nothing else done oh, <laughs> I was the best day ever best day <laughs> ever so today then I found it a little bit difficult to get back into things but then yes. once I was like okay you had your rest day yesterday yeah now get up and then I start doing things I got loads done all of my yeah. to-do list and I said right that's that's good one thing I like about and this only happened by accident as in like last week we recorded the podcast on a Monday and today we're recording it on a Monday is that if I wake up with Monday itis um i can still i still have the podcast with nothing else yeah like at least uh, this morning i it's hard to kind of slip into lazy sloth mode when i'm like oh yeah mm. we're recording the podcast later okay fun and yeah it, like have a good purpose to the day yeah absolutely and i think another thing that i've been doing to myself an awful lot is planning out the things i should do but not actually including things i will look forward to in that yeah. Do you know what I mean? So I think it's very mm. important if you're feeling stuck or you're feeling unmotivated to put in things that you love doing as well. And I don't mean the things that you want to love doing. Okay. <laughs> so like, like I know you want to love doing a hit, doing a hit session at home, but nobody loves oh, that. Oh, I did one today and I just want to get, I was like, why am I doing this to myself? And then afterwards, when I finished, I was like, yes. Yeah, I did yeah. that. Now I can go downstairs and eat. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You do. You always feel good after after things like that. But I suppose mm. for me, the stage I'm at, if I was to if I was to write it, put on my calendar now tonight that I'm going to do a hit session first thing in the morning, there'd be no getting great up <laughs> out of bed until nine o'clock tomorrow night. Mm. I would surface for half an hour and I'm like, okay, mm. back to bed. No, <laughs> no. Yeah, but you you do everything to avoid. Those yeah. things you don't like on the yeah. list. So like so that's a brilliant idea to do. But like that's that's about enjoying life. Oh yeah, cool. Some people some people literally love hardship. To lo hardship. <laughs> Absolute hardship. Yeah. So if you don't, it's like when you're in school and that you do all of they say do the hard things first. I think that's yeah. a great idea. Oh, too right. Get them Absolutely. out of the way. But then reward yourself with the things mm -hmm. you and but if you're having a shitty day, flip it. Yeah, totally. So do, and the, do the things that you love doing and then you can go do the other things. Exactly. Yeah, I think you need to do, there's two different sides to that. So I find when I'm in a stage of, a stage of uh, being productive and that's such a buzzword, isn't it? Productive. Um, as in like. I have a love-hate relationship. Yes, yeah, same, same. Because sometimes I think, oh yeah, productive. And then other times it's like, I should be being productive. And then it's like a weight that you put on yourself. But um, I think, um, oh, I forget what I was saying now. We were flipping the uh, the doing the things that you oh, love yeah. on so, the days that you're yeah, not feeling the love. <laughs> there's two sides, yeah. So there's two sides to it. So when you're feeling very productive, um, I think you can wake up in the morning. Like, I'm going to get all the shit stuff out of the way now, and then I'm going to do all the things I like to do in the yeah. afternoon, and that can work great. But then sometimes mm. you're in the stage like me where you're like, I'm going to get up and do all of the shit things. Oh, I'm going to make coffee. Oh, food. Oh, I think dogs. Oh, but yeah, I walk the dogs. I do anything but the hard stuff. So sometimes you just need to like make yourself a nice, easy day. 
do really easy things that are one step mm. tick one step tick because sometimes yeah. you have to get back into the habit of getting stuff done yeah and it's the same with the exercise or the hit you know it takes a while mm-hmm. takes, so why not build yourself up yeah. to those things yeah. and do them sometimes you're never going to be ready sometimes you just have to take the plunge and just do it and you're like oh that wasn't as bad as i thought yeah and i think but you I just think... have to listen to how you feel i would say okay how what yeah. am i capable of doing exactly yeah, yeah exactly and i think it's kind of like look at where you're at so do you want to do something? So do you want to do something because you want to do it or because you feel like you should do it? Yeah. And do, or because you feel like you should do it or are you being mean to yourself because you're not doing it? And I find that me being mean to myself is not a motivator for me to do anything. It is a motivator for me to stick my head in the sand like an ostrich and be like, stop the world, I don't want to get off. And um, so then, yeah. so, and like you, I end up being really mean to myself. Like the last few days, I'm like you're doing nothing. You're so lazy. You're you're gonna get fat, and you're doing this, and you're you're just not gonna do anything. You're just gonna slip into like a little holy moly and stay there for the rest of your life. <laughs> <laughs> do you know what I mean? I'm being yeah. so mean to myself. Whereas it's kind of like, no, the whole world is on pause at the moment, so I'm on pause, and that's okay. It's okay to be on pause and I'm getting restless in pause now. So it's like, right, how do I nicely bring myself back out of it rather than just being mean to myself and beating but myself forever? That's, that's exactly where I was all last week as well. And there was nothing I could do for myself to pull myself out. It, it did its time. It passed. Yeah. And now I'm over the other side of it. I'm like, yeah, mm-hmm. I, this. I accept this. Yeah, yeah absolutely. So acceptance is the is very important. Thing. Oh, so important, but you have to be ready to accept it. Now yes. that the fog is cleared, and mm-hmm. I suppose all of the work that I was doing, like the, the yoga and the meditation, that has co- that has come to show itself now. Mm-hmm. Because I was consistently doing it week, day after day, day after day, and now now it's shown itself to be yeah. worthwhile. <laughs> and yeah, I always know that it is worthwhile, but at the time when you're feeling like that, you're like, nothing is working when is this ever going to end but if you Mm -hmm. keep some sort of routine and normality and doing the things that you know work you might be able to see the the end result but you know that it'll come eventually yeah and it's it's just like i think consistency with getting anything done in life okay whether it's whatever big small important non-important consistency Mm. is very important and being kind to yourself is also very important just to cut yourself a break so uh, uh, another little exercise that i love to do when i'm being really hard on myself is what would i say to one of the girls so i imagine Mm. so so i imagine that it's one of the girls in this situation and what would i say to say to them and 90 percent of the time if one of the girls rang me and was like i haven't done anything in a week i haven't done any college work i haven't done any work work i haven't done anything all i've done is sat on the sofa and eat food i'd be like haha that sounds like best week ever I'm like, yeah. you deserve that. Yeah. Like, take a break. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. If you need a break, you need a break. And I'd be so easy on them. I'd be like, yeah, go you. That's brilliant. You just you know what I mean? It's fine. There's nothing, mm. nothing wrong with that. We all have laziness. And then I suppose it's reminding myself of, oh yeah, there's nothing wrong with that. We all have laziness. Take your own advice. <laughs> yeah, it's like I'm not, I'm yeah. not like this 
the horrible lazy slob that's never going to do anything i'm just having a lazy few days i am readapting yeah. or i am adapting to the new normal that's what i'm doing yeah yeah this is the new normal but have deadlines i'm going 100%. to be a lazy slot for and i'm going to really enjoy these days yeah that's yeah what I did yeah with my and then it's but this is the thing and yeah. the same if you're going to get a takeaway I'm going to have this today and I'm going to enjoy it and then for the next six days or seven days I'm going to eat really healthy and go for walks and 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 yeah so like you're you're creating balance yeah and I think like it's like like what you're saying there about the takeaway like if I am um, if I have a Chinese in front of me you're damn well sure I'm going to sit there and I'm going to enjoy that Chinese what's my mean <laughs> being like I really should be doing this I really yeah. should be doing this yeah but if, if it's your fourth, if, it's, if it's your fourth takeaway in a row like then you know then you need to be having a serious conversation with yeah yourself. yeah but, but if like, it's once or twice in the week and you've been doing all that you can for the yeah. best you can enjoy it I yeah, see everybody right. saying oh if I go to the fridge one more time you know Okay, why oh, didn't you look, limit it then? Limit yeah, but like, look, we're all we're all going to the fridge at the moment. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> we all we all have a path more into the floor in front of the fridge. I, the next like, time I go to the fridge, is going to ask me, "What do you want this time?" <laughs> <laughs> but like I think it, I think it's just very important to kind of accept where we are. Right? We're all in this situation at the moment. We're all on lockdown or whatever, and just kind of like right, okay, well, I'm gonna be a lazy person today. And when you make that conscious decision to be a lazy person, yeah. you take the guilt out of it. Yeah, and just take enjoy. And yeah, decide. yeah, and just enjoy being a lazy person for today, and then tomorrow make yourself a little plan. And if I find with me, um, I, at the moment, because I have been putting, writing all my lists and putting so much pressure on myself to do X, Y, and Z, and then I'm doing nothing, what I'm doing at the moment now is I'm not making any lists for the, the mm. last few days, and I find that that's taking the pressure off me, so I can, I kind of nearly have the freedom to do stuff, whatever yeah. the stuff may be. So this morning I got more work, I had no lists. Um, I didn't know I didn't do my list last night like I usually do and this morning then I got up and I was doing my little thinking and whatever and then I just naturally started getting into stuff and getting a few bits mm. done um, but I do uh, probably you know give me another few days of getting everything together and I'll start making lists again but sometimes it's just mm. weird, like sitting down and doing it yeah, and not putting pressure give it a break. Yeah. Give it a break. yeah yeah absolutely definitely. absolutely so Katie will we leave it at that you think I think so. Podcast yeah. number two. Well number done. two, yeah. That's mad. Yeah. Right. Uh, you stay there and I'm just going to stop recording this for a second. And okay. We'll stop recording. Oh, no, I can't do that. I don't think. Okay, I'm just going to leave this all record as one. Okay. So do you want to just say the introduction there? So like what we spoke about today and then I'll do um, the end then. I yeah. hope you enjoyed. Yeah. Okay. So, um, so welcome to episode two. Uh, myself and Grace are talking about lockdown, um, what we've been going through the last two weeks, um, acceptance, getting into our flow, um, getting up and going to bed in around the same time and how this is going to change people's perspectives forever. So I hope you enjoy. 
very much for listening to episode two myself and Katie have been um, very pleasantly surprised by the reaction to episode one so we really hope you enjoy it and um, if you want to check out the show notes I'll have links there for our social media and uh, for any bits and pieces that we mentioned during the podcast and I hope you guys all have a great week yay Oh, so much fun. Yeah, yes. absolutely. Love it.